everyone you are listening to Infobus podcast and this is your host Ishika Jain you are about to join me as we dive into a world of tales books verses and words with some of the most diversified and talented authors in this season i'm going to recite different poems from the book midnight writers so today i'm going to recite a poem titled limbo by john mccafferty so head goes stuck in a moment temporarily on hold how long to forego alone searching in haste through space though the globe still spins our world has slowed no hairline cracks but open gaps in broken molds a collective directive or tall order from top to bottom who sets the tone with answers unknown not the forgotten So my friend educate yourself and be bold as you bend to the weight of the world A very short poem but a very powerful message and uh, I know that you will enjoy our conversation with the writer also John McCafferty we had a chat with him and he has so much to give to the world his knowledge his wisdom so without delaying here we have John McCafferty Hello sir welcome to the show. Okay. I recited your poem and it seems like a revolutionary challenging poem like it's either challenging or bending down towards the world. So what are you trying to say through your poem to the world? Wow. So with limbo I, I wrote a few notes but it's 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 a balance I suppose really. So in terms of limbo I mean if you think about it visually it, it, with limbo it's a, it's about bending on, under a pole. So it's really about kind of kind of like the internalization of your stresses and your problems and how that then reflects on your external environment. So I suppose if you look at mental health issues that are arising throughout the world and how society in general is coping with that or is managing that. Um and also in terms of if you look at the the kind of processes and uh, support processes the support packages that are in place through the government and local authority how they're under a lot of pressure particularly if you look at um, in England the NHS the national health service how they're under a, a immense pressure now with so many patients i suppose but it, it but the, the the poem was was written before i believe it was written before covid or around that kind of time so so it's it's more about the how people deal with the pressures that they face and what they do with it so how they act upon it so it's kind of how far is somebody willing to bend or how how far is somebody able and willing to bend when they face pressures and and how they how they grow from the pressures that they face so everyone has pressures throughout their life uh, at any age so it's it's how you deal with with what weight you're given i suppose really um and also in terms of like emotional resilience so uh, the responses somebody two people could face the same problem but how they act and how they respond to it could be completely different so somebody could be stuck in traffic and could be road rage and furious and then the other person could just think they're stuck in traffic and just wait and turn the radio on so it's <laughs> it's really about yeah. the response mechanisms i suppose in that sense but um I, i used to work for for the local council as well and i suppose in in, in terms of um So when we talk about like the the collective directive and a, a tall order from top to bottom that's about authority and how people view authority 
So for myself, I haven't really, I've never really been, everybody's accountable. So, so no matter what position you're in, if you're a boss or middle management or, or kind of um, lower down the line in terms of responsibility, you're still accountable for your, for your actions. So everybody's accountable for, for what they do, how they think, what, how they speak, what they act. So it's, re it's really around who is accountable and why. And I, I think a lot of people don't take responsibility for themselves sometimes. So they're always looking yeah. beyond the bosses to sort of say so with the like prime ministers or MPs or senior politicians, people expect them to, to sort things out for them. But when it's when it's lower level, like if, there, if there's something within your, um, your sphere of influence, something that you can uh, fix yourself, then, then why should you let someone else do it, you know? So yeah, like everyone is trying to blame others, they don't want to take responsibility. Exactly, yeah, that's it. So there are some some issues where you can't, for instance, I suppose like with with uh, the Prime Minister uh, Boris Johnson, he um, went on a cycle ride over seven miles recently. That no one else, because that's up to him to sort out. I mean, he shouldn't be doing that. But I think if if there are things where you can make a change for yourself, I think it was. Um, I want to say the Dalai Lama. I think it was about. Oh no, I'm going to ruin it. There's there's a, there's a quote that I can't exactly remember, but it was basically around um, being accountable for your own actions. So be be the change you want to make. I think is what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the famous quote. Yes. Yeah, like, that I've completely butchered. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, it's yeah. I, I think if you if you change things yourselves, then why would you get someone else to do it for you? You know, you, you have to be. If you can change things, mate, and be responsible and do it for yourself then do it you know why, why wait for somebody else and okay. but i think the, the balance is important as well because yeah there, there there are there's um one of the meetings that i had to go to in terms of my job is, is around mental health and they talked they talked about in terms of the pathway of an individual so there are there are stress points that you have sometimes there are stretch periods which, and then there are comfort zones so the stretch period is between stress points and comfort zone and that's where you grow. So that, that stretch period is important and stresses are necessary for you to grow as well. So they shouldn't always be seen as fearful or, or a problem. Sometimes they should be seen as, a, as more of a challenge, I suppose. Probably why I, I, I try and keep my poems abstract because I've got so many thoughts in my head I can't, it'd be a long poem otherwise. <laughs> and and it's, it's also up to the people to decide what they, they, they read into it, I suppose. It's also useful, I mean, some people like, like to have a, a grasp on, on what the author wants as well. So uh, cause and effect as well is another, another thing around the poem. So when, it, when I talk about kind of educating yourself and be bold as you bend, you, you need to understand why, what problems you're facing and, and why they're there. Yeah. So the, there are some problems that are kind of self-inflicted that people might not be aware of. So I am... Um, I have uh, carers who work for me, so I, I had a carer who was living with me years and years ago, and uh, I went to um, had a, a counselling meeting uh, for, for, for uh, young teenagers, and I was speaking to one of the counsellors, and I was like, ah, oh, my carer keeps moaning, and he said to me, uh, why is she moaning? And I was like, ah, oh, that's a very good point, why is she moaning? So, uh, sometimes it's about looking for the answers inside yourself. The problems aren't always because of somebody else, sometimes they're because of your, your own issues that you're not always aware of. So, that's very inspiring. <laughs> you have expressed so much in that one poem, in those few words. So, that's the power of poetry, I guess. Like, you express so much in few words. <laughs> 
that's it that's the that's the power and I, I think a lot of it sometimes authors don't want to give away everything so i probably give away quite a lot <laughs> but, um, yeah i think it, it's up to the, to the to the reader to decide a lot of the time but there are i mean and, and if it can be expressed in different ways then you sometimes if an author says something then it, it can limit the poem so a, a reader might see something completely different from what the author was thinking I think that's yeah. magic in itself sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, coming to the next question related to this, like I know you have, you are a photographer as well, you do painting, you write. So all these art forms, like what is the value of art in your life? Wow, that's a strong question. Um, it's a requirement. So I think, I, yeah, if I didn't have art, if I, didn't, if I couldn't paint, if I couldn't write poetry, yeah, if I can, not so much photograph because uh, I've kind of I've done a lot of photography over the last decade, and there's a limit. So I suppose I've, I think I've reached a scene limit with, with photography in terms of where I'm at currently. But I can always go back to it. I think it, it helps me to, to learn, and it's, it channels my my thoughts and my thought processes and my emotions into um, an outcome that I can relate to, and always. Like with um, with paintings, I mean, I've got got a painting on the wall there somewhere. I don't know if you can see it. That was that one. Yes, there was I done. can see. Um, uh, that was two thousand and six. Oh. So I did that. That was it. That that was in the, the charity that I now work for. So I, I I was a student and I became a volunteer. Then I was a trustee. Uh, then I was chairman and now I'm CEO. So wow. I've gone through all the levels. But that was that was the first class I did at at the charity I work. For. So it's a reminder, historical reminder of where I've come from, where I'm going and where I want to go to. So um, I think yeah, there's, with art, there's a lot of collective ideas that can be retained uh, within it. So if it brings memories and, and kind of emotions that come back from years ago, I think that's very powerful. And I, I think also in terms of the students that we teach at the, at the, the charity, I think they learn a lot more through the art and socialise through the art than they would for any other subject matter. So if they were doing science or English or maths, they wouldn't be able to, and I think they'd probably be bored. So it's 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 an interest that they they share with with one another, and I think through that they can learn. So we teach um, we teach a lot a lot of well-being subject matter. So in terms of emotions, uh, daily living, uh, meditation through artwork. So yeah. you can you can teach a lot through, through through art, and you can also read a lot through art as well. So a lot of exhibitions people go to, and what they see, they can reflect on their daily lives through the art that they're viewing. I think that's a, a very strong skill, and something that's been kind of used for thousands and thousands of years. So um, it's not something that's going to go away away anytime soon. So it's, it's an easy, accessible subject uh, and kind of a pathway that a lot of people can use and learn from. Yes. Truly, like as you said, it's a requirement. <laughs> so, uh, thank you so much, sir. Uh, would you like to share uh, your uh, charity website or your portal yeah. where people can see your work or anything like that with our listeners? So, yeah, so, so the charity I work for, and hopefully I'll be there for a long time, is um, communityfocus.co.uk. So, that's all one word www.communityfocus.co.uk. And then, um, except my photography website is down actually, which I need to, it's been down for a very long time, so I need to um, 
need to get up and running, but it's just trying to make the time for it. Um, a lot of my, um, I'm on Instagram, Poetic Tetra. So it's Poetic Tetra. That's P-O-E-T-I-C-T-E-T-R-A. And that's on Twitter, Instagram, and on hellopoetry.com, I think it's called. Yeah, so yeah, just Google Poetic Tetra and that'll come up. That's pretty much it, I think, yeah. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and if you do, so please subscribe and follow. And you can also check out Feathers Publishing Instagram handle and you can connect with me at ishikajain112. So stay tuned and keep listening to Feathers podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye.